Welcome to the Maddieology Podcast, episode 32. I'm your host, Maddie of Maddieology.com. And today we're talking about something that I get asked about all the time, and it's what you need to take good pictures for your blog. I'm going to break down everything from camera, lighting, editing systems. I'm going to break it all down for you in case you were confused or wondering what I use or what you should use to create really awesome pictures for your blog. We're going to talk about it here today. So let's get started. So let's get right into it. When it comes to taking some awesome pictures for your blog, you do need a few things. And so this is good for anybody in the lifestyle niche and you blog. So this is style, this is beauty, this is even lifestyle. So if you talk about food, if you talk about your children, your family, these are things that would probably be really helpful to creating dynamic photos. So first things first, let's talk about cameras. So it's really, really important to get an SLR camera. I think, you know, right now everybody knows the standard point-and-shoot camera. You can get it for like 100 150 bucks, you know, at any store that has electronics, which is good for, you know, kind of casual, everyday use. But if you're using it to produce content, it is probably in your best interest to graduate to an SLR camera, which will cost you anywhere between a few hundred dollars closer to the $1,000 range. Now, of course, you can find them for cheaper on things like Craigslist or things like Amazon. You can find things used even on eBay. So look into that if you are looking for things on a budget. You can also find older versions of cameras for cheap. And I'll give an example in the next few minutes. So the camera that I use is a Canon T3i, the Canon Rebel T3i. Now the Canon Rebel right now is all the way up to the T6i. So right now you could find, I don't even think that the T3i is available. So you could probably find it on somebody's Craigslist. You could find it on eBay for a lot cheaper than the T6i. I want to say that the T6i is probably around... Uh, right now, from what I looked at last night, it's around 700 bucks without the lens, probably seven or 800 bucks. And right now, you could probably find the T3i for about 400, depending on where you look. Now, I really like Canon. I'm not familiar with Nikon, but I do know that Nikon makes a great product. However, to me, especially if you're not a photographer and you're going to be self-taught as far as producing photos, I think Canon is really, really user-friendly and really, really easy to learn and navigate. So I think for the best starting SLR camera, like for your starters, I think the way to go is the Canon Rebel series. And I would, the standard lens is great, but to take your pictures up to that next level, my suggestion for a lens would be the 50 millimeter F 1.8 lens. That lens is amazing. For a lens, it's really inexpensive, only 125 bucks. And I'm telling you, it's a noticeable and just crisp difference from the standard lens that comes with the camera. Now, I've been using this camera for the last three, almost four years, which is kind of crazy to imagine. And so I'm about to graduate and buy a new camera, and I'm going to graduate to the Canon 6D. 
Now, the Canon 6D is definitely noticeably uh, more expensive than the Rebel series, but it is absolutely amazing. It's a full frame camera and I just absolutely love it. My photographer currently uses it. And if you've noticed on Mattyology in the last few weeks, my pictures I feel have been just taken to the next level. And it's because she's been using the Canon 6D. Now she shoots me with the Canon 6D with the 50 millimeter f1.4 lens. So it's a step up from the 1.8 lens. Now the difference between those two is it is noticeable. Um, however, the 1.4 is, you know, by far better and it's a little bit more expensive. I want to say that you can get that for around $400 at this point. Now, as far as 50 millimeter lenses are concerned, there's one more lens that it goes up to, which is the 1.2. That is a couple of thousand dollars. And I feel like you don't really need that lens unless you are a professional and you get paid to take pictures. So I think you could really pull off the pictures that you're looking for for your blog with a 50 millimeter 1.8 or 50 millimeter 1.4. When it comes to lighting, I, I mean, I sound like a broken record and I'm totally okay with that, but natural lighting is best. It's so important to use natural light in its best state as well. So I always suggest to people that if you are going to take outfit photos or photos at all using natural light, you definitely want to utilize the light when it's the softest and the warmest. Typically, you want to take pictures closest to sunrise or closest to sunset. So typically when I take my outfit photos, I try my best to take photos closer to like 6, 6.30 because the sun is getting closer to sunset. You never really want to take pictures at like 1 or 2 p.m. in the afternoon because that's when the sun is the highest and you're going to get that super bright washed out light. It's just going to wash out anything that you shoot. So if you want to shoot things, I always say do it in the morning, maybe pull off an 8 to 9 a.m. shoot, or you want to pull off a shoot between 6 and 7 p.m. because the light is the softest. Now, the only difference, or I guess the only loophole in this rule is, is if you're shooting in your home and you have like a big picturesque window and you're shooting maybe a flat lay where maybe you're shooting fruit or maybe you're shooting, a, you know, a meal for a food post, then you can certainly shoot when the light is the highest and the brightest. However, you definitely want to play around with your blinds and you want to play around with uh, reflectors to make sure that you use the light as best as you can. Now, when it comes to unnatural lighting uh, or artificial lighting, should I say, you definitely want to start out with something simple like umbrella lights. This is typical for video. Now, with video as well, I like to use natural light, but sometimes I have to shoot in the evening depending on what my schedule has um, on, on there for the day. So when I shoot at night, I typically like to use my umbrella lights. Umbrella lights are really inexpensive. You can find a pair um, from Amazon for really cheap. I'll link you guys to what I use in the show notes. But you can also use a ring light if you're shooting beauty and really like pretty beauty style focused video. Now, a ring light is going to be noticeably more pricey than your umbrella lights. However, a ring light gives you light that is just absolutely remarkable and beautiful. So all of those big beauty gurus that you see on YouTube, they use a ring light and you notice that their lighting is immaculate and it's that ring light. It's going to give you that beautiful light all around your face. 
Now, one thing I would suggest is that you learn three-point lighting with artificial lighting. That is going to let you maximize your artificial lighting, and it won't look so stark and washed out, and you'll really learn how to make your videos and even your photos best whenever you have to use artificial lighting. Last but not least, you certainly want to be using an editing system whenever you are editing photos for your blog. Now, I'm an Adobe Creative girl, so of course, I love Photoshop. Um, that's what I know. That's what I use. So I definitely suggest if you do have an Adobe Creative, I think Creative Cloud with Adobe is now, you can get it, I think you can get Photoshop for as little as $19.99 a month, which is totally worth it. I believe you can get the entire suite. I believe it's like $60 a month, and that's the option that me and Hubs have here at the house. Now, I use Photoshop, and for me, I have, I'm very aware of what I want my pictures to look like. I like my pictures to look slightly editorial, but with a, a little bit more of a, like, approachable feel. So I like my pictures to be a little bit highly saturated and very bright. So typically, I tend to increase my saturation and increase my brightness. Now, you can also use Adobe Lightroom to edit your photos as well. Now, I've used Lightroom once or twice, but I know people who live and swear by this, and there's some really amazing tutorials on Pinterest with Lightroom. I think this is a really great way to bulk edit your photos, and it's really simple and easy to use if you're just starting out and you're just a beginner. You can also use Canva online to edit your photos. Again, there's really amazing tutorials on Pinterest with using Canva, and you can get some really stellar results and put up some really awesome pictures for your blog. So those are the three things you need as far as equipment and tools are concerned to create some really great pictures for your blog. But some other things you want to keep in mind is a tripod. I know for me, I just purchased a new tripod. It has a ball joint, so not only can I shoot myself straight on, but I can also shoot anything straight down if I wanted to do like a cool nail post or I wanted to do something with like shoes or anything like that. You also want to learn things like the rule of thirds. I really suggest learning the rule of thirds to really get a full understanding of composition. Because when you understand composition, you understand how to shoot things. So the way you shoot food isn't the way you would shoot a purse. And the way you shoot a purse by itself isn't the way you would shoot your outfit posts. So you want to learn composition and the rule of thirds. And you also want to be fully aware of what your aesthetic is. So really figure out what you want your aesthetic to be when it comes to your pictures. Like I said, my aesthetic for Mattyology.com is editorial with a, with a slightly approachable feel, you know. You could be editorial and be really unapproachable like a Vogue, you know, or a Harper's Bazaar. I like mine to be editorial but with a friendly kind of feminine and approachable feel. So figure out what your aesthetic is to shoot your pictures the best to your ability. So you guys, I hope that's helped. I get this question over and over and over again. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and make one podcast dedicated to it. So anytime you guys have this question, now I have somewhere to point you to. I love it when you guys ask me questions. You can send your questions to askmaddie at mattyology.com and be sure to send it with your name, city, and URL so I can give you a shout out and possibly answer your question on the next podcast. 
I'm on social everywhere from Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mattyology. If you have a question for me on social, be sure to use the hashtag AskMaddie. Well, you guys, that's it. Um, I hope I've cleared up any questions you guys have. Of course, you can follow up in the comments if you do. And I really appreciate you guys listening. If you do have the chance, I would really appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Just, you know, let them know if you really like it with a quick review and rate this five stars if this has been helpful to you. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys next time here on the Mattyology Podcast.